Anyways, welcome to the Reup Podcast, one sub shop for all media news. My name is, as always, Devin Knoll, and I am, as always, joined by my co-host. The one, the only, Ian Reed. The one, the only, Ian Reed. How you doing today, Ian? I'm doing good, Dev. It's, uh, we missed you last week. I was very sick. I've been sick these past few weeks. Feeling a lot better now. Still got a little bit of a cough. Well, I was sick of you not being here. Thanks, babe. I thank you all for joining us again this week. We have a lot on the docket this week. A lot of uh, cool, cool things and a couple of uh, things that I'd like to talk about this week. Ian, give me a little, give me a little sample. A little, Synops? A little, a little sampler plate. What we got right. up this week, yeah. So as we've changed things around, we like to talk about what we watched first. We're going to give you some reviews on Loki. Where's season two at? Is it good? Is it bad? We're gonna, we watched, somehow, both of us, not together, Five Nights at Freddy's on... Peacock is how we watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of not a lot of mu- music news this week. We found a couple of uh, small things here and there for video games. Uh, big stuff is movies and TV. We got some as always some Harry Potter news. True. We got some some zombie news. We got some uh, spooky horror news, and finally a little bit of Marvel talk. All that and more on this week's episode of. Up. Follow us on all social media at Pod. Thank you. Love you. All right, let's just start with the big one this week. I mean, where else are we going to start but with the... Uh, the movie of the year? The fine... Yeah, something like that. The, the, uh, the, the, the long-anticipated horror movie... Experience the new cinematic world, the new the FNAFCU, FNAFCU. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. It's so easy for me. Hashtag FNAFCU. FNAF, fuck you. Dude, FNAF, fuck you. Perfect. Uh, yep, this week we did watch it. was very interesting because, um, I think I was about an hour into the movie and I messaged Ian on Discord and I said, Hey. I'm finishing up Five Nights at Freddy's. I'll have that ready for the podcast. He said, I just, literally 30 seconds ago, finished that movie. Uh, so we both have watched separately. One brain cell. Five Nights at Freddy's. And you know what? I mean, if you've played the games. I have not. If you've played the games, then it's like, I could spoil the movie, but you've played the games. So you basically already know everything that happens in the movies anyways. Is the lore, is it yeah, I mean, game yeah. lore to movie? It runs linearly. Linearly. Which, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not a FNAF guy. Not I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fuck you type of guy. You know, I mm-hmm. played a couple of the Five Nights at Freddy's games, don't get me wrong. There's more than one game. There's like 40. I see, I know nothing. I thought that it was like, I, I don't know what I thought it was like. Like 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 a Fortnite that like maybe just always changes or something. We're just like, here's this horror game. You can, you can play a round of it. You know what I mean? So Five Nights at Freddy's is based on uh, a brainchild of a guy named Scott Hawthorne, I think. Crawthorn? I don't remember his name. Crawford. Something like that. Um, 
and all of like the official release games have like so this is like this is like the cool thing about the FNAF uh I'm not a FNAF Cougar. community. I don't know any of the lore. Like I know like the I know like the very the very like topical stuff. I don't know what the bite of 87 is. I don't even know what that means. There you go. I don't know what any of it means. I just know that uh the guy who created the video games had a very, very heavy hand in the creation of the movie. Hmm. And he's not a movie director. He's a video game maker. And I think it came out. I think it came out in the movie. I did not... I thought the movie was okay for what it was. No, I, I thought it was better than I... It was definitely better than I anticipated. It's, it's a horror movie based on a jump scare horror game. And I think, given... That given it did, a, it did all right. Yeah, it did a good job. I think it did all right, but I think it's very obvious that the movie was made by somebody who had a very strict story to tell. I didn't think it didn't really feel fun. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like a fun time, which it's it's about animatronics in a pizzeria. You know what yeah. I mean? Ultimately, and if you're making a, a movie for the people who played the video game. And that's a very deep cut because the, mainly the people who play the video game are 14, right? I thought the movie did pretty well. I thought that the only thing that I didn't like was the uh, the cop girl. Didn't like how she was written. I felt like she right, was yeah, was, she was very much so like, you know that she knows everything. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you don't want to do that. And he's like, but why? And she's like, walks away yeah and then that happens like 14 times i'm like what is, what are we doing here she just would stop telling him information she'd like give him little tidbits and then at one point like he literally like in the last scene before she does spill the beans he's like she does it for like the millionth time in the movie and then she's like he's like you gotta tell me what's going on yeah. here i'm like thank you like what are we doing and even at that point i thought it was i thought this was probably the most annoying part of the movie was he was like you gotta tell me what's going on and she's like he's gonna be there he's the guy and he's like who's he he's like and she and you know the cop chick just keep, continues like he's a bad guy he's gonna do it who's he who is he he will stop me from doing anything he is such a bad guy who who, who is he my dad oh wow what, what? look remember when we had uh uh 80, 80s, 90s uh, horror movie icon Matthew Lillard in the beginning of the movie for five minutes. Yo, yeah, yeah he, he had guy. the bigger role than uh, than that. The guy, the guy that definitely does it looks like he like gives the guy the job in the beginning of the movie, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he read his last name, and he's like, <gasps> like, sort of, and then he, and then he <laughs> was like yeah. building his mustache. Yeah, but it was funny because like when he called him later, he's like, is the job still available? He's like, oh yeah, it's okay, still available. Buddy, you can take the job. You bet your ass. You bet your sweet ass. This job is available. So, I think it's. I, I, I think the final or final, the FNAF community. I think they're. It's cool because on the surface, it is really just like a a teen a teenager type of game that like, you know, they're selling just like, Fazbear, right? And like, oh, this next one is them, but. Now, you know, buy our stuff, buy our game. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just like, you know, 14, 15 year olds love FNAF, but there is a deeper side to it where there's like a really deep story being told. I know nothing about it, but I do know that there's like a lot of lore mm. put into the Five Nights at Freddy's universe that a lot of, like of adults can be like, oh, 
Yeah. That's the bite of 87. Oh. That's what I'm saying. All right. And I was hoping that this movie would have whatever they were looking for. I don't, it doesn't seem like it did. I went on the Five Nights at Freddy's subreddit to see if anybody was talking like crazy about it, see if like they were absolutely in love with it. It seems like it had a lukewarm reception with that community as well. Hmm. Yeah, I liked it. I, I was a little apprehensive going in just based off what it was. And before we started it, it showed like the Rotten Tomatoes review was like 23%. Yeah. It was like, oh, yikes. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. But it was all right. At the end, it was okay. at the very, very end, there's like no end credit scene. There's just like a, like a voice, distorted voice that spells out, what's, what's he spell like? Come, come find me. Yeah, it is, uh, it is William Afton's voice. I remember that. I remember I played Five Nights at Freddy's 1 and 2 back in the day. And Five Nights at Freddy's 2 focuses a lot on uh, the purple guy, who's William Afton. I know that much. That's his voice. I thought people would be talking about it in the community. I thought there'd be, like, a big-ass, like, lore. Like, gotta dig it up. Dig it up. Gotta dig up that lore. Gotta figure out what he means. Not really. We were just kind of uh, sharing porn and stuff. But I thought it was all right. I mean, if, if, it's, uh, if, it's, if it seemed like something that was interesting to you, then give it a shot. Um, I don't think you should avoid it, uh, but I'm definitely not going to go out and say, hey, movie of the year. I don't even think it's movie of the day. You watched another movie today? I didn't. But if I had, if I had, it would have been contender for movie of Could've the day. Could have been better. Could have been better. Fair enough. Moving also, on. we moved on to Loki once yes, I uh, arrived, arrived here at Ian's house. Uh, still watching the new season of Loki. Ian, what do you think? I think it's I think it's good. And I almost said delicious. This drink is delicious. Um, I think the show is good. It's uh, Loki and WandaVision. I've been like the only two Marvel shows that I've been that I've enjoyed at all. Really, yeah. uh, Loki season two is is you know picked up. We said it before. Picked up seconds after the first one ended. Um, I think the story week after week has just been getting better and better. Um, well, the overarching story is getting better. This one, this one of one of these two most recent episodes, I don't remember which one it was. I felt like it was a lot of hand holding and a lot of like over explaining to make the episode be a little longer. Yeah, it felt like that at one point. It did. But um, the, I like where the story's going. I think it's it's definitely pushing the the storyline of the MCU farther than even some recent movies have. So that's pretty cool. And uh, this last episode ended on a. <gasps> Uh-oh. What's, what's going on? Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. I, I, I've been saying, I better uh, tune in next Friday. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, I was saying to Ian as we were watching the episode, I said, wow, I really wish there was actual stakes. Like, I feel like there's no consequence for anything that happens. Like, bad things happen, but there's, like, you know, no consequence. And uh, the, the final part of the last episode makes it feel like there actually might be consequence. I agree. Finally. So, uh, I'm excited about that. Um... Also, the thing that just happened in the latest episode is uh, kind of crazy because it has a lot of implications for the future of Marvel. Exactly. I don't know what that is yet. TBD. Find out next week because it was a giant cliffhanger. And that's pretty much what cliffhangers are meant to do, I think. Yeah. Leave you hanging. Leave you like, <gasps> what's going to happen? I better tune in next week. The only other thing that I've been watching this week is, and there I cannot stress enough how much anime has come out this season. This is a massive season for anime, and I'm not saying that in like an anime fan type of way. Like, oh, there's so much good, and there is a lot, a lot of anime, uh, and I've been wading through it all. I've uh, watched a few episodes here and there. Every every show gets its 
time in the light for at least an episode. Um, there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good ones out there. Uh, but I think solely above them all, I think the second season of Jujutsu Kaisen might be the best anime I've ever seen in my life. There are three episodes in the mid-season finale of uh, the newest season of Jujutsu Kaisen that I think might be the greatest three episodes of almost any TV show I've ever seen. So if you haven't already, watch the second season, at least the first season of Jujutsu Kaisen. Get pumped up for the rest of season two, please. Mappa's still absolutely killing it, and I will gladly forget that they are killing their animators with how much they work them to death. Just keep giving me good stuff. It's great. You wouldn't get that good stuff if they didn't work them so hard. Hey, free market, baby. You're That's the free market at work. That's it. They're putting. They're making the best stuff so that way they can finally go home. If they got to go there and just work a normal nine to five and never feel stressed out, their work would reflect that. If they don't like their jobs, they can quit. That's what I'm saying. They could find new work. Pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Moving on, we are done with the things that we've watched this week. I know it's not a lot, but again, I have been watching an absolute shit ton of anime. And that's the only good thing that I've come up with, so there you go. Moving on, is that is that music-related, the Ray-Ban thing? No, I thought it was interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So you remember Snapchat glasses? No. Snapchat big glasses. Oh. You can just, like, film what you're doing. Nice. They very clearly look like Snapchat made made sunglasses. Um, okay. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember uh, like a, a Google Google Smart Glass? I do remember Google Glass. Okay. Well, Ray Ban. Nice. Has teamed up with Facebook Meta to make Ray Ban Meta Smart Glasses. And history really is cyclical, eh? And they will record what you're doing uh-huh. if you'd like. If you'd like them to, not if you wouldn't like them yeah, to, of though. Of course, of course. Only if you say yes, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Then they would, then they'll record and listen, but only then. Um, I forget what else, all else they can do. Uh, I think that it's a pretty cool aspect, though. Uh, if, translate things if they in real can time. translate things, is actually the exact thing I was going to say. I was just using Google Translate the other day at, at my job because we had a box come in like in all like, like in all Japanese. I was using it on my phone. Yeah. And it like looks at. I don't know if you've used Translate in recently, but is it insane now? It just takes it like you. It you go, it's like a pass through. It's using your camera, and it has the Japanese text, and then it just slowly replaces it with English. It's like what? That's crazy. what? That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. We're the, this is the world we're living in. That's crazy. I love that. But anyway, uh, they can also play music. Like nice. like they'll play it and they'll, you'll hear it through your directly your head, into your, your brain. head hole brain. Um, But yeah, no, if you want to see the world wildly and in wild ways, you should get Facebook Meta Ray-Ban smart glasses. We're pretty close to like wearing these glasses and like, you know, maybe I'm wearing, like, let's let's assume that the glasses on my face right now are the Ray-Ban Meta smart glass. And I'm just like, I'm like sitting here talking to you and I just shut up for a second. I'm like, hold on, add. Okay. Like, anyway. What are you really doing? You're just watching porn. Just through porn it. going on. Yeah. Um, no, but oh, also something that I think is cool is last the week. Chick just walks into the fucking <laughs> living room. She's like, "Have you tried, Mrs. Butterworth?" Uh, last week, Gak was talking about the new Oculus. Oh yeah, yeah. And he said how it's uh, VR and like augmented reality as well. VR, AR, VR, VR. And uh, I think that would be cool if you can like. You know, if if it, it somehow could like pick up on other people wearing these glasses, and you could yeah. just be like, I'm thinking of putting this new window in here. What do you think, brother? 
and you're like, yeah, thing in a fucking you in this position, brother. What do you think? I just take you. <laughs> oh, single boy. It's like that. It's like that uh, scene from uh, Iron or uh, Avengers when he's like, Whew. yeah, that's what and I'm the saying. whole like the whole planet like comes out. I love that. That's pretty cool. That's where we need to get to. Iron Tony Stark technology. We'll be there one day, except without the glasses. It's just like happening in real time. Like we don't need the glasses to see the thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We need we have the, 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 the cuffs. The cuffs that he puts on his hand, then he can like call the suit. Yeah, like the Iron Man suit. And then he's just like, yeah. Yeah, we need just full Iron Man suit. No, okay, I agree. Sorry. The next thing you would think too. I just thought Facebook meta fart glasses or fart glasses. Fart glasses are cool. <laughs> next thing is, uh, I also. Uh, was really, uh, you know, talking up Drake last week. I was talking about how, even though I wasn't a huge fan of the album, he broke all these records, like the whole entire album's on the Hot 100 and the Top 50, you know, all these different things. Right. This week, he had his birthday. Good for him. Happy birthday. He turned another year older, don't know what it is, but... Aubrey Graham. He had the Dos Hombres, Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston... Oh. Uh, bartend his birthday for him. Wow. They're just there. He's being Drake with his colorful rainbow things in his hair. It's fruity. Yeah. Brian Cranston's looking 900 years old. Yeah, he is looking old these days. Pouring tequila at this dude's birthday. At this rapper's. One of the richest rappers in the world's birthday. Hey, man. That'd still be pretty rad, though. I'd that do that. Pretty rad. Imagine that. Imagine you got served tequila by Brian Cranston at Drake's birthday party. <laughs> That's a story to tell. Some random... I mean, that's the whole story. Some but. random people just like us that just have more rich friends just got to experience that. Yeah. It's like that scene from Atlanta where, like... What about Drake's in Atlanta? Yeah. I, I haven't seen that episode yet, but continue. I know, well, it's essentially it that. Some, so there's a chick who has a famous... Well, she, she has a friend who's, like, an Instagram model, right? And she's... And that chick is dating a guy... Who knows how to get to Drake's party? Nice. Right? So it's like four degrees of separation to get to Drake's party. And then they get there, and it's just a cardboard cutout of Drake. And he's just, like, you can take a picture and pretend that you were at the party with Drake. That's, that's the scene from Atlanta. That's something we could, we could do. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, do you think it was just a cardboard cutout of Brian Cranston? <laughs> Serving people with tequila. It's like Aaron Paul just, like, hands the tequila, like, through the cardboard cutout. Yeah. What? If I put my head in the top, it looks like a Brian Cranston. <laughs> Anyways. The other thing that we have that's non-movie related this week is Alan Wake 2 has come out uh, three days ago, I think. Did you ever play Alan my Wake time 1? Up. I have. Alan Wake 1. Was it good? The original Xbox. I knew it way, came out a long time ago. Way back in the day. A game that I did not think needed a sequel, got a sequel, and apparently mm-hmm. it is the perfect perfect horror game how apparently it has gotten a perfect score from every single publisher that has reviewed it that's crazy apparently i didn't do nothing about it that means it's like the perfect game one horror game and it's uh it's really thrown a lot of cogs in the in the wait a lot of wrenches in the cogs a lot of cogs in the wrenches or, uh, game of the year this year. Oh, a lot of people thought Tears of the Kingdom was a shoe in. Nah. And now Mid. 
<laughs> Who knows? It'd be a horror game. Starfield. Nah, I don't think that was in the running, buddy. That should have been. Wish it was. Fallout for you. Space. I wish it was for you. Space Fallout. No, that's cool. I didn't even know Alan Wake 2 was being made. Yeah, neither did I. They just showed up, and I saw it, I saw it on my Steam, and I was like, oh, Alan Wake 2, and I looked at it, and it said, overwhelmingly positive. I was like, oh, that's good. Now, for a game to get overwhelmingly positive, it needs to be 90% or above. Oh, okay. Of, like, you, positive user reviews. Yeah. And I looked at it, and it was 99%. <laughs> I was like, oh. And that is the finality of the non-movies and TV show talk this week. Thank you for joining us. Moving on to the news this week for all movies and TV shows. Ooh. Ooh. You know what, though? Before we get into that. Yep. Before we get into that. Okay. We move on completely. Sure. What if we just did, like, a little trivia, just like you and me right now, Ian? What if we just, just, just a little the two of us? Just do us. All right. We don't got no one here. Anyways. We are doing Five Nights at Freddy's based trivia. This is going to go well. And I wish you the best of luck. Welcome to the Reapod working title trivia game. This week's theme, Five Nights at Freddy's. Ian. Pause. You can't just name, make the title of the trivia working title. Oh, when you come up with a better title. Your thing. Dev the Mage Trivia. Dev the Trivia Guy. Trivia. Working title. <laughs> Question one. Question one. Question one. In what is the name of the yellow bird in Five Nights at Freddy's? Is it A, Chomper? B, Chica? C, Cherry? Oh, B, Chica, final answer. Easy peasy. Final answer? And that is correct. It is B Chica. You are one for one. Congratulations, Ian. What do I win? Question two. Whatever you want to pay yourself. And question two. Who is the purple man? Is it A, Michael Kennedy, B, William Afton, or C, Leon Chevy? I believe that you spilled the beans on this earlier. You said uh, William Afton. So I'm going to just assume that you weren't, like, trying to do a tricky on me. And if you were, then our news is fake news. And I know how much you hate fake news. So I'm going to go with William Afton, final answer. Because I don't know. That's correct. In question three, what is the name of William Afton's daughter? It's in the movie. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we're good. A... Elizabeth. But he was the yellow... The B. Susie. C. Cassidy. He was the, the yellow the yellow bunny. You know, spring trap. Yep. But you just said he was the purple monster. I'm confused now. Mm-hmm. What? What's the name of his daughter? Give me those questions. Give me those options again. A. Elizabeth. It can be two things at the same time, by the way. B. Susie. C. Cassidy. Wasn't her name Vanessa in the movie? Oh, yeah, I guess it was. Anyways, that's not the answer. <laughs> Elizabeth, Susie, or Cassidy is yeah. my options. Yeah. Um, it's been B all these times, so I'm going to go with A. Final answer. 
Correct. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Dude, that was a guess. Process of elimination, friends. Question four. That's how I got through college. I, I put B on the Scantron too many times in a row. Oh, it was B twice, wasn't it? Before he was officially given the fan name Golden Freddy, oh, no. what was his name? A. Yellow Bear. B. Freddy's Soul. Or C. The Lost Animatronic. I thought it was Fozzie Bear. From, from the Muppets. No, I know. We're going to go with uh, Yellow Bear, final answer. Correct. Dude. Just to show you guys that you too can pass college with enough luck. I maxed my luck out on my special when I was born. Well, most most multiple choices are four answers. So really, you have what? 33% chance to get it correct. You have 25% less options? Yes. Yeah. Getting there. Quick math. Final question, Ian. For all of the marbles, what was Roxy planned to be before she was made a fox? Is it A, a wolf, B, a rat, C, an alligator, or D, none of the above? I'm going to go with... A wolf. Final answer. You know, I want you to think about this. You want me to think about it? Mm Mm-hmm. I want you to think about this. Okay, well, give me again. Uh, uh, A wolf, a rat, or none of the above? A wolf, a rat, an alligator, or none of the above? an alligator. Oh, so there's four options now. I feel like you threw in none of the above to trick me a little bit. Gonna need an answer here. What's her name? Roxy. Roxy. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with it. A wolf. Final answer. That's correct. Five for five. In. I can't be got. Five for five. The only other winner. Three pod trivia game. Ian, congratulations! You just won yourself infinity dollars. To myself. To whatever. Funded by my own money. Whatever you want. Infinity dollars to it. And that officially concludes the not moon movie and TV news, is what I meant to say. Because now we're moving into the movie and TV news. Ian, I want to start this week with something a little uh, interesting. Okay. So you've been talking a lot about the new Daredevil and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and as we all know, Daredevil, what's it called? Born Again? Yes. Daredevil Born Again has been going through some rough patches yeah they fired everyone restarting the whole season well disney has officially (laughs) they said you guys are gonna strike for six months fired i'm glad it's over glad you got what you want if only you had a job idiots so happy that you guys got that that's so cool for you bye yeah the next one well scummy as it is they have found a new showrunner for the new daredevil movie all right or excuse me tv show not movie tv show um, no sources as of yet. I mean, I imagine it's still Charlie Cox because even though they're getting a new showrunner and some uh, new producer or directors for a couple of episodes, yeah, yeah, they're reusing some of the old shots that they've already filmed. 
So it's definitely still going to be Charlie Cox, well, but the I new mean, showrunner after him being in Spider Man, you know. Yeah, I mean for sure. And Wilson yeah. being in. Wait, who? F- Fisk, Frisk, Fisk. Oh right. Being right, in right, uh, right, what was right, he in? Right, right. Hawkeye. Um, he was in Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is a Dario. Pardon me for the pronunciation here. You got it. First try. Dario Sardapane. There it is. He said it with such confidence that if it's not it, that's how he's pronouncing it now. Dario Sardine, uh, who has made such things like Netflix is The Punisher with... Um, oh, perfect. John Bernthal. John Bernthal. And uh, Jack Ryan with... John Krasinski. That's the one. John Bernthal and John Krasinski. He likes now famous he gets, Johns. He's, he's getting John Cox. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, that guy, I watched, obviously, Netflix is the Punisher. It was an incredible, amazing, amazing Netflix uh, TV series. have not watched Jack Ryan, but I almost did. I actually almost did. I almost Jack did Ryan. just because I wanted to see Krasinski doing that. That's what I'm saying. I wanted to see how he did, but I didn't. I didn't watch it. I haven't. Funny, funnily enough, uh-huh. I, uh, I uh, was watching through like all the, like, the Defenders shows and such. And made it through whatever seasons led up to the Defenders. Right. And then was starting, keep, keep keeping it going. And The Punisher was actually the one that I stopped watching it on. Not that it wasn't good. Don't get me wrong. It was phenomenal. But it was one of those, uh, you know, season one Game of Thrones ends where I'm, like, looking oh. at my phone too much. And I'm like, I need to give this the time of day that it deserves. It deserves. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. No, I uh, I really did enjoy uh, The Punisher. I thought I thought The Punisher was needed. Because there was a lot of like, a lot of a lot of Marvel wasn't going there at the time. You know what I mean? It was like dark. Yeah, it wasn't like dark. There was no like dark Disney at the time. Yeah, there was Deadpool, but that was like, haha, look how dark I am. Do you think that that's why it wasn't tied into the MCU at first? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. One hundred percent. Oh, fun fact. Uh, that that book that I sent you something about about the Marvel like book or whatever they talked with Kevin. Fage, Fage, Fage about? Faggy. Faggy, whatever. Yeah. Um, I guess in it, like, he apparently said that everything that's been Marvel related, any movie, anything, is uh, officially canon for the MCU. Like, anything that's been live action ever is canon. Just, like, multiverse, you know, whatever. And I, think, I mean, I guess at this point, you can just say that. That's what I mean. I think he just said it just to also allow them to just bring people in. Yeah. Without like, I'm sure there'll be that like a bit of an explanation or like, you know what I mean. So you're saying we could have Chris Evans as the Human Torch, in theory, yeah. We could have Ryan Reynolds as the Green Lantern. Nope. That's the DC. Nope. Yep. We could have Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Oh, we will. He's in Deadpool three. And as Wolverine. Yeah. And also as Wolverine. But also as Logan. Oh, that was that was the third Wolverine moment. Mm. Was Logan, Logan Wolverine. I need Deadpool to come out sooner rather than. We later. could have Patrick Stewart and the other guy, who's an incredible actor, James McAvoy. McAvoy. That's the guy. Love that guy. And uh, Ian McKellen and who's the other one? Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Rumor has it that the two of them are actually going to be the big baddies in Deadpool three. So I've heard. Michael Fassbender's actually in something just now. 
I have no idea. There was a movie that just came out that looked really good that has Michael Fassbender in it. Man, I wanted to bring it I up. I don't even know what I know him from besides X-Men. I know Prometheus. I I know I know, what? It's Prometheus. Never seen it. It's Prometheus. Never seen it. It's Alien. Can't be either of them if I've never seen them. It's Prometheus. Not for me. It's Tom. not. Tom. Tom is Prometheus. I'm sure that's where he got his well known stuff. Is any vision also? No. That's the other that's the other English guy. Oh, that's uh oh, I used to know his name. I don't know. I think, wait a minute, there's a chance that the guy that plays Vision is the same guy that was the Silver Surfer. I think it is. It's not going to work. It's all canon now. We play Galactus. They're going to do the Spider-Man meme, Silver Surfer and, and Vision. Oh, yeah. You can do that wait, in Spider-Man 2. So what? Do you hear me? Yeah. What is that spell for the Spider Verse? Everything live action is considered canon now. Mm-hmm. Why did he say it has to be live action? Is the Spider Verse not canon? I really needed that one to be canon. That's like been... my favorite part. That's like my favorite one. Like the the animated one? Yeah. I mean, it's been like pretty much made canon itself at this point, right? They had Childish Gambino. They referenced Tom Holland. Uh, that is live Doctor action, Strange. technically. They did have live action in there, so it is. I, I think they were mainly talking about, st- like, like Fantastic Four, old Spider-Man, no. th- especially the X-Men stuff, because no. that's going to clearly tie into what's coming. Deadpool. You know what I mean? Deadpool. It's all coming in Deadpool. I can't wait. I think that's going to be the big wait. turning point. Deadpool 3. It kind of makes me upset, though. Blade, like One of those two is going to be the big turning point. From what I... Yeah. No. Deadpool 3, I think, is going to be it. Because mm. it's the next one, I think. And right now, we have we have the Marvels coming out, like, now. Who cares about that? And then... I care about that. I love women. I'm going to let you know that there's actually a, a new trailer for... 2024. Um, Sean Levy? May 3rd, oh, that's brother. Not I thought it was. That's not even close to coming out yet. Well, look at Blade, though. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's not coming out till like, 2026 or something like that. Yeah, 2025. Just Google Mia Goth is going to be in it. That's pretty rad, dude. Look, just look up um, Marvel Timeline. So that's the girl that I've been saying has been in a lot of uh, A24 films. She was in X and Pearl. And oh, uh, Infinity, Infinity Pool, Pool yeah. <laughs> she's, she's the, this is who's married to Shia LaBeouf, by the way. Oh, good was, for her. Was, still is, I don't know, but... Him. For him, but look up, just look up the Marvel timeline currently. Okay. Like, current Marvel timeline. I don't care about that. I want to know what's coming up. Oh, you want to know, um, like phase five, six, seven. Uh, Marvel the slate movie slate. Yeah, okay. Marvel's who cares. Double yep. three. That's what I'm saying. It is the next one, though. Yeah. After Captain Marvel. America. Wait, what? Yeah, bro. Yes, sir. Oh, dude. Is that going to be Anthony Mackie, then? Yep. Oh, good for him. Thunderbolts. Don't know what that is. That's uh, It's kind of like Marvel's version of... Uh, it's like Marvel's version of uh, Suicide Squad. Like, it's the bad people. Oh. Oh, there you go. Avengers the Kang Dynasty. Secret Wars. Oh my god, they've gone all the way to 2027 for this. That is in four years in scheduled products. 
I mean, that's just... From what I understand, there's also going to be a... Uh, I'm pretty sure they announced at the whatever showcase they have um, zombies, Marvel zombies. Right from that What If episode. And uh, What If Season 2 is coming as well. I don't know why they didn't have that up there. Well, it was just movies. Mm. And TV shows. Who cares about TV shows? Until one of the TV shows has actual repercussions to the actual movie timelines. And yeah, okay, whatever. The Kang Dynasty. I get it. But until that actually happens in the movies, that has it has. You know what I mean? Because right now it's just like, oh, Kang's the next big bad, and lo- we're sending him up on Loki. Okay, but once that actually bleeds into the movies, and I can see it happening, is one I'll care. I don't care right now. I think that the idea of what... It still feels self-contained. But I think the idea of what if helped to open the eyes to Loki season one with multiversal things because it's I like... Guess that's true. Oh, wait. What if they did? Also, uh, rumors that... What, what do you think about Henry Cavill as Captain Britain? Captain Britain's the woman, though. Does it have to be? No. There you go. The Little Mermaid can be black, then Captain Britain can be a man. You gotta get off it. You gotta, you gotta stop. People might think I'm serious eventually. That's true. That's true. All right. That's enough Marvel talk, I think. Okay. Speaking of Henry Cavill, though. That is true. Of all the movies that I didn't think needed a reboot, Highlander. Fill me in on that. As we'll be at the top of the list. We'll probably ex- not ex- even near the top of the list. I haven't thought about Highlander since ex- 19... Explain Highlander to somebody that doesn't know. Not that that's me. Uh, so there's a guy. Yeah. There can only be one of him. John Highlander. Kind of. Okay. He goes around to other timelines, and he kills another variant of himself to get more powerful. There can only be one. What This feels like Kang. Yeah, it's weird, right? Henry Cavill. Apparently, going to be in the new Highlander reboot. That's cool. Was it a good movie? Show, whatever it was, was it good? Not, not in care for it. Oh, it's like one of those like old '80s action movies that your dad talks about. My dad's dead. Your dad would have talked about it if he was alive. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's cool. I think. Uh, I mean, I think that's for all the dads out there that are. <laughs> Alive. Alive. Um, that we're really excited about Highlander, and then we're really disappointed by Highlander 2. Um, just know that your favorite Superman is helming the new Highlander. I'm excited for that. Could be all right. Could be okay. In other talks of other movies that I didn't think needed a reboot or sequel, Black Phone. The one that just came out with Ethan Hawke. Uh, yeah, that guy. And um, that's it, really. Yeah, that doesn't need it. It's really just, uh, it was really just Ethan Hawke and that kid. That was a movie that, like, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was really but it, good. It didn't, it needs nothing. It needs nothing. I don't know how they would even make something. I it don't has know. to be, like, a prequel, right? I don't know. Didn't it end with him, like, dying? Yes. So. Wait. Yes. Dying or arrested? No, I'm pretty sure dead. So it's either a sequel of somebody like Mimic or, you know what I mean? He calls he calls the kid that he was going to kill in the original movie from the On the Grave in the future. Just spooks him a bit. And then he sits, he sits. Dude, that scene though, where he's like shirtless in the chair upstairs. Yeah. That scene's pretty great. Darker phone. 
Now he's going to do that, but he's a ghost. Dude, how do you beat a ghost, bro? Can't beat a ghost. Can't beat a ghost. Can't even punch a ghost. Show me. Show me how you punch a ghost. Show me how you punch a ghost. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Anyways, Black Phone 2 confirmed for 2025. Anybody who thought that that needed a little bit more or were just not happy with the closure that they got, I don't know what it's going to be. Sequel, spinoff, prequel. Don't know. Don't think it needed a sequel. We're getting a, another another Scream movie soon. And this one. Scream year. Scream Christmas. Happening around Christmas. I will say, there is... I didn't think there was still a need for Scream Queens in today's day and age. But I think a good Scream Queen is always welcomed. Sure. I think a good... Final girl, yeah, bro. always has a place in America's heart. Everyone loves a good scream queen. Sure, I'm in. For example, that scene from oh god, what is that movie called? Not Hereditary, the other one. No, it is Hereditary. Spoilers for those who haven't seen Hereditary. Uh, after her daughter's head gets fucking bumped. Have you seen Hereditary? After her, her daughter's head gets bonked off the telephone pole and that the morning after and she finds out and she is like screaming, like yeah, scream yeah. crying. Tell me that doesn't send a shiver down your spine. Like that is such a powerful scene. She does it so well that you feel her pain. Why were we talking about scream queens? Oh, wait. Be a goth. Wait, is that why we're talking about two. scream queens? I don't know. Why were we? I wanted to get into movies we'd recommend. For oh, Halloween. because I said Scream is coming out. Oh, yeah. Christmas Scream. And that's what Scream's always been about. So it is the 28th. We are three days away from the spookiest day of the month, All Saints Eve. And I want to talk about four movies you'd recommend for Halloween. While we're on the topic of Scream Queens. And, and why don't you give me your uh, top three favorite movies for Halloween? Let's go uh, your favorite gory movie, your favorite uh, scary movie, and then just your top favorite horror movie of all time. Uh, goriest is definitely uh, The Green Inferno, Eli yes. Roth. Scariest, okay. uh, The Grudge 2 scared me really bad when I was a kid, so I'd have to go with classic, that. Classic. And then my favorite Halloween scary movie, not really Halloween movie, is Sinister. Nice. Uh, fun fact. About the guy that made Sinister. Nope. Uh, same guy that made The Black Phone. Yes. Also, both featuring Ethan Hawke. Also, both have now a sequel that... Um, Sinister 2 was not as good as Sinister 1, but... That's because the guy that made Sinister 1 did not make Sinister 2. All right, that'll do it. What about you? What's your three favorite? Oh. Or three in that, in that order. Uh, goriest Event Horizon... Uh, scariest, uh, Annihilation, and favorite, just overall favorite Halloween movie. That's a tough one. I really like horror as a genre. There's a lot of horror movies that come to mind. Uh, and what about the horror movies that like make you think at the end? You know what I mean? I guess the thing. I don't know if it's my favorite of all time, but... I just now saw The Mist was mentioned. I fucking hate that movie. I thought it was all right. I hate, I hate that movie. I thought, the movie was good, but the end of that movie really pissed me off. Like, what the hell? There's the sounds. It's coming for us. It's coming for us. 
The original The Thing, by the way. We only have two bullets left, and he like yeah. shoots his wife and kid. Yeah. And he's like... And then the military goes up. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Come on. Fun fact, that's, uh, that's not the ending that's in the original The Mist. Oh, yeah? And uh, Stephen King, when they found out, or when he saw the ending to the, the movie The Mist, he's like, damn, I wish I would have thought of that. Hmm. No joke. Stephen King is jealous of the actual movie's ending of The Mist. Well, that's good because he fucking hates uh, The Shining. So. Oh, you know what? The original It. That I never, I never favorite, watched the original It. That might be it. my favorite horror movie of all time. It's so good. It's my, so scary. The Shining for me is actually one of my favorite movies of all time, more so than Sinister, but it doesn't scare Not me. The original it. it doesn't scare me the way that Sinister does. I mean, like 2018 It with um, Skarsgård. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. I still haven't seen It too. Not the original. I think the original's bad. I just don't think he's very scary. No. It's like dated. But yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's like my mom telling me that she was yeah. scared of the crows back in the day. I'm like, have you ever watched the crows? Yeah. Like, no, no, I haven't. Okay, well, do you know the idea of the crows? No, no, I It's like pretty much like there's this town yeah. that like gets like a, a flock of crows that just like swoop down and attack people and murder them. And it's like back in the day, like that was like really scary how it looked. But now I'm like, those are fake birds attacking, attacking these people. Like yeah. it looks so bad. Yeah, and she'll say that too. But my like, mama, my mom was the same thing, but with Children of the Corn. She uh, she hated Children of the Corn. She said that it scared the shit out of her. Dude, I, how does a movie that I have tried to like watch so many times and just always end up like bored or falling asleep? Yeah, I don't think it's that great. What does it say in The Shining? They had to reinforce the door that Jack was chopping through because he was a firefighter and bust through so fast. There you go. That's funny. That's also what's her face? The I don't know her name, but that actress that was in it, his wife. Oh yeah. She like got fucked up in the head from that movie and didn't act again after it. Really? Yeah. What do you mean she got fucked up in the head? Like like she went mental? Like they broke her doing that movie. Like oh, wow. Stanley Kubrick like kept telling her like you can do better than that. You can do better than that. You can do better than that. And it was like scenes where like Jack Nicholson was like having to be like very like mentally abusive to her. That is crazy. And like he would, and it was got to the point where he's just like screaming at her, yelling at her about all this stuff, and it just eventually, like, I don't know. She just said like the way that it made her feel, like she just. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy shit. Sorry that happened to you. Whoever you are, virtue signaling. She's listening. Moving on from that, Ian, I see here you have a very interesting series coming to Amazon Prime. I do. My favorite. Video game series of all time. You know what it is? Honey what Pop. Honey Pop? Honey Pop. I don't even know that that was a video game. It is Fallout. I love Fallout. I love Fallout more than anything. Honey Pop. Don't know what you're talking about. Can you say Honey Pop was my favorite video game of all time? Nope. Will not say that. You're not going to clip that. Can you say it? You just did. Can you feel I me said in? what? Can you feel me in on the joke? I said what now? You said that that's your favorite of all time. What is my favorite of all time? The one that you said. What is it? Remind me. Pop. Honey. What chat say right there? I said that's a great game. What's a great game? Honey. I have you saying now honey and pop <laughs> and it's a great game. So you're <laughs> screwed, buddy. What is it? It's over for you. Damn. It's a porn game. Nice. It's a, it's a, what's that game called? Bejeweled? It's called Bejeweled or Bedazzled. 
Bejeweled, yeah. Yeah, where you gotta like match the, you gotta like swipe them and then you match them. I'm matching taints and assholes. No, you're just matching symbols. And then the chick gets progressively more naked. <laughs> Honey pop. Nice. Anyway, my favorite video game series of all time, Fallout, is getting a uh, TV adaptation. A little nervous about it, but it's on Amazon Prime. We got some things from Amazon Prime that are. We had Rings of Power, had a big budget, wasn't that great, but we also have The Boys, and we have Invincible. But And uh, what's that new one they have? V Academy. Generation V. Gen, oh, that's what it is. Gen V, yeah, which is The Boys. But uh, the thing that excites me the most about it is it's being helmed by Jonathan Nolan, Christopher Nolan's brother, I mean. and his wife, not Christopher Nolan's wife, John Nolan and his wife. I see. Who did oh. Westworld. That doesn't mean anything to me. Well, I've never seen Westworld, but I have heard good things. Season one of Westworld is some of the best TV I've ever watched. That season one of that show was phenomenal. It was a, it was a Nolan-esque, like, you know what I mean? Mind blower. It was so good. Season two. Ian's mind blowers. <laughs> Ian's mind. Yeah. Season two. Did that just start, by the way? And Morty, it did. Mm. I haven't watched it yet. I forgot about that. But season two was really good as well. And then uh, three, it fell off a lot. And then four, like, I think they were bringing it back. Yeah. It was doing really good. They said that they wanted to do five seasons, and they didn't give it the chance. Season four, they ended it and said, we're done. HBO is done with Westworld. I would love to know what happened with it, but, you know. That's crazy. You got to get what you get. You get anyway, what you deserve. Anyway, series was announced, and it's going to release on April 12th of 2024 so it's coming i mean i'm excited about that it looks very the sets that they have for it look phenomenal like they showed like the red rocket like fuel station looks great they showed the the super duper mart it looked like a super duper mart from the game they showed uh when they announced it they they had it was like a a uh like when you're hacking a terminal was a terminal looked it looks really really good and uh, i think the creators are good we don't really know who's really going to be in it though like, they haven't announced, like, the series, like, main, you're the protagonist. You know what I mean? They haven't uh, announced that yet, from what I that's understand. A big, that's a big deal. But Could I'm be sure we're going to start getting some more, like, teasers and trailers and stuff like that here coming out soon. But With the Fallout series coming to Amazon, what did you say? Uh, April 12th. April 12th, 2024. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, nobody's been announced yet, no big characters or anything. So that must mean that they have an opening for some characters. So who, who would you want to play? In the Fallout TV series, not not who do, not who do you think you deserve to play? And don't say the main character. Just who do, who would you want to play? You know, I think there's a lot of good options, like yeah. a lot of funny people you could be and badass people that you could be. True, true. But I think the best thing that you could be is just uh, the guy that just in Vegas thinks that he's Elvis Presley. Oh, the impersonator. And, and not only am I Elvis Presley, I'm the best Elvis Presley impersonator there is. And I decide if you're up to snuff to be Elvis as well. That's your choice. What about you? I'd be Gary. Gary? 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 Gary. 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 That's it. That just... scared the hell out of me when I played that game or that vault the first time. Like in, in, the, in the TV show, they can open up that vault for like 10 seconds. He looks in and she's like, Gary, Gary. And he just, he's like, nope. Nope. nope and just no, closes no, no, that no, no, door nope. immediately. Uh, it's just all me in there. Gary. 50 like Devons. Yeah, just 50 of me's. 
Oh, you know, instead of saying Devin, we say Gary because we got to stay true to the show. Oh, fun fact also about the show is it's like following a vault from LA and it's like not like just like, oh, this is Fallout 1, this is Fallout 3, this is Fallout New Vegas. Oh, it's like in universe, yeah, just but a different, different story. That's kind of cool. I, like I, that. I think that works because every Fallout game is just yeah, a different vault opening. Yeah. And that way they don't have to go off source material and worry about pissing people off. Like, yeah, there's the material, but. Right. Gary's out there somewhere. He's there. Cool. We only got a few more things uh, lined up for you here. Uh, and both. Uh, well, actually, three things. One of them is just talking about it, but two of them tie into each other. A little That's what I was going to say. Which one do you want to do first? We'll do the two that tie into each other here. Okay. Uh, you start with yours. Okay. So. Uh... I'll start with mine because I think there's less to say about that. Um, so as everyone knows, uh, the Harry Potter universe has been getting a lot of attention lately. A lot of uh, TV shows have been announced, maybe a new movie here and there. You know, a lot of talk about expanding the Harry Potter universe. However, the the Fantastic Beast TV series that was planned. Oh, I did not know that was even a thing. Has been completely parked. That's for the best. Uh, That's true. Those uh, by Amazon. Because they're gonna make Fallout really good, hopefully. Maybe Apple. It was probably um, HBO because HBO is developing the uh, HBO. I don't know. I think HBO owns Warner Brothers at this point, and they have all the movies, and they're developing uh, the new Harry Potter TV ah, show. That makes sense. Okay. Um, but for I, those of you that were really looking forward to that, or uh, pretty much anything Harry Potter related, bated breath right now. Bated breath. I think that's probably for the best. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you think, but I think that's probably for the best. I don't uh, care about uh, Harry Potter too, too much. Did you watch any of the Fantastic Beasts? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's, that's that's why I'm saying it, because I think that you saw some of them. So I think that yeah. you can agree that, like, I think we've said it, bef- we've said it before even that, like, I mean, that, when the Crimes of Grindelwald came out. That movie itself, the very first one, wh- the very first one was good, mm. but, like, I didn't need more. It was one of those movies yeah. that's like, oh, you're ending it in a way that there's more. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, well, I just completely lost my train of thought. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I think that it's good that it's part. I don't think that it, that was something that we don't really need. I do want the new TV show to be really good. Like, I want them to do Harry Potter well. Right. Um, but something that I also saw they're making is uh, Daniel Radcliffe is executively producing a documentary series called David Holmes, The Boy Who Lived. That meant- come to die. <laughs> so, so I was like, what does this even mean? And David Holmes apparently is the guy that was Daniel Radcliffe's stunt double yeah, yeah. ever since the, sh- the movie started. He was it in, in Harry Potter 1, and he was it all the way up through the Deathly Hallows 1. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. I didn't read into it that much. I remember, actually, I remember this happening. Okay. Well, in the Deathly Hollows, he ended up getting injured, and it was like 10 years of making these movies. He gets injured to the point that he has now lost all function from below his below the chest, and he's just in a wheelchair, and it affected, you know, obviously it affected his life. Yeah, it affected can't, it can't everything. can't really be a stunt double in a wheelchair. But anyway, there's like a lot of uh, footage of him before and then after, and then like t- the family talking about it, and then just, I guess like... I guess uh, Daniel Radcliffe just really built like a strong like working relationship. But that goes farther than just like, oh, you're my stunt double. You know what yeah. I mean? And just it sounds like a pretty interesting documentary. And I think it's cool that Harold himself is yeah. uh, 
taking the time to do this. Like, it seems like it was important Old to him. Mr. Potter. I mean, you must feel, like, some degree of, like, responsibility, right? Like, it's uh, your stunt double. That's what I mean. Like, you, you look at actors that, like, you know, at the time when I first started, he was a young kid, like 12 or, yeah. young, or younger even, probably. I'm not saying you should feel responsibility, because no. you no, shouldn't. No, no, no. But you, you would. Yeah, and I, and I think that it's, like, he doesn't need to, and he knows that he shouldn't need to, but at the same time, then you look at, like, Tom Cruise, or, like, the Jackie Chans of the world, where they're like, I'm, go- I'm going to do my own stunts. You think that's why they do it? Because they want to be able to say that? No, so that way, like, if something goes wrong, they don't have to make a documentary about the stunt <laughs> double. They're like, ah, the old, my stunt double got injured, bet you. I gotta do this fucking documentary to show I actually care or something. Dude, (laughs) we're gonna say this, and then we're gonna, like, find out that, like, it's gonna be, like, announced the next Daniel Radcliffe movie. So he did his own stunts in it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he does now. I want, dude, it's almost like, did he, like, did he do them then for the rest of the Deathly Hollows 1 and 2? Like... Did he really, this guy that he's making this documentary about, did he really watch that happen to him? And they're like, well, we still got to get, like, the, we got to get this filmed. Somebody's got to do it. And Danny Rock was like, that's crazy. Damn. I don't know who's going to do that. When are you guys going to start the hiring process, you think? <laughs> he's like, production, I just. <laughs> I'll be in my trailer while you guys figure that one out. That's crazy about that. Anyways. No, good for him, dude. I'm glad. I'm glad that the guy, you know, got brutally injured. You're glad? Yeah, I guess. I guess it's really hard to take away what I just said right there. I apologize. Hey, good for you, David Holmes. You're glad that the guy that it happened to is getting this story told about him. Whatever, man. I hope it brings back your legs. I hope, I hope this movie brings back functionality in your in your fucking body. You happy with that? that? Hope that does it for you. You got to do what you got to do. Okay. I mean, I mean, what more can you do in Daniel Radcliffe's place? You know what I mean? Make a whole movie about it. I don't the think guy. you had to do anything. I think that the production company, I think that Warner Brothers should have paid that guy millions of dollars for it. But oh, his handler. And maybe they did. Or maybe they were like, well, it was in your contract, buddy, that you might get injured. So. Yeah, so you can't really sue us. Yeah, sorry about that. Like all proceeds of this movie are like gonna go to this guy's family, then I'd be like, cool. And that's something else that I actually read was that after it happened, that a lot of people rallied behind the family and like did a lot of stuff for them oh, and okay. helped out. So right. I'm sure well, that they good. got some stuff. But that's good. The other thing that I have for you this week is actually just like a little kind of a one-off. This is kind of just like the ending ending conversational topic I'd like to have for the podcast today. Uh World War Z. A movie that neither of us mentioned for our uh, favorite horror movies, but I think it was a movie worth mentioning for, you know, when we're talking about horror movies. I think World War Z is an incredibly good zombie movie. I really liked it. Probably one of the best zombie movies I've ever seen. Especially, Um, yes. I think it was incredible. Uh, Definitely the scariest zombies from a movie. Uh, When they're all, like, climbing over the the walls of Jerusalem or whatever, dude. That shit is spooky. What about, uh, what about, uh, Oh yeah. Oh, Train to Busan. Train to Busan's not bad, but that the scene that Ian's talking about, dude, in World War Z. Scene that comes through the mic.
So David Fincher recently came out and said that he wanted to create World War Z2 with, you know, being Halloween up soon, about three days from now. I thought, you know, what are some other movies that we would like to see get sequels that really didn't need a sequel? You know, a movie that was wrapped up okay, and we want a sequel because it's what we want. Yeah, yeah. Like us, the speaker, the person talking, we sure. want it. Not because it needs it, but just because we want it. What would you pick? Um, so when I saw this in the docs, I initially said Chronicle. I thought that was a really good movie in the way that it ended. The superhero they, movie from like 2011. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, old right. as hell. But like the way it ended, there seemed like there was some more there. Okay. But then when I was thinking about it some more, now this movie, it kind of got a sequel. It was kind of a soft reboot. It was kind of its own thing. Okay. I'm talking about Cloverfield. Mm. So Cloverfield, I thought was a really good found footage Godzilla-esque movie, right? That's a good choice. And then they released the Cloverfield Paradox, which was just like another separate story that kind of happened during that time. However, J.J. Abrams made Cloverfield, and he had massive plans for it, where it was going to be this whole universe. And I was yeah, reading... that that um, Cloverfield Lane. Not that's the one I was talking about, not Paradox, but... Oh, you were... No, they, I, they also made another one. They did make Cloverfield Paradox. Well, yeah. I was talking about 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, okay. But All they right. were supposed to be like Cloverfield 2 and 3, and it was just like... The, the, the side things that they made for it were never what was like talked about or considered like by, yeah. in J.J. Abrams' idea of it. And I just think that it could have been something... Like, it could have been like the biggest... But what about you? Originally, I originally was thinking about Treasure Planet... I think Treasure Planet definitely could use a Treasure Planet too. Love that movie as a kid. But now, District Nine. See, I didn't watch District Nine. I've I think seen, District, I've I think seen we need a District start 10. of it and seen a little bit. I think we need a District Ten. District Ten. I, District Nine was such a good movie. That was, so was that well J.J. Abram or Steven Spielberg? It was one of I them. I think that sure. was Steven Spielberg. It looks like it looks like chat said Brightburn, and I have something to tell you, Crafty. Is uh, Brightburn two is on its way? It's yeah, been it is talked good. about and confirmed by new, and this is what we talked about actually a couple weeks ago on the podcast. Is that it was talked about by uh, new DC Extended Universe showrunner James Gunn talked about Brightburn two and said that it's coming. So. I remember when we talked about Brightburn 1 like five years ago on the podcast, mm -hmm. and we said that it seemed like such a wild and such a good idea mm -hmm. to have that, and uh, I never actually watched it, but I just, I thought that we thought, we saw the initial trailer and it seemed good. Mm -hmm. Did you watch it? Mm -hmm. I did watch uh, the original Brightburn. Yeah, Brightburn yeah, yeah. 1, yeah. Yeah, I watched the original Brightburn, yeah. I thought it was um okay. I thought it was okay. Like, obviously, I want to watch a movie about a, an evil Superman. That seems rad as hell. An evil Superman. But I don't think they did nearly... I don't know, man. I thought they were very tame with it. But there is a Brightburn 2 on the way. Um, well, like I said about when we talked about it before... You're was, seeing this, right? Was, uh, yeah, was that... Um, the fact that James Gunn commented on it makes me feel like they're going to tie Brightburn into the DC extended universe. Like it makes me feel like he's going to be like one of the bad guys in it. You know what I mean? Mm. 
I can't handle like DC and Marvel multiverse though at the same time. So don't give me like good Spider-Man and then bad Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Jesus Christ! Don't give me good Superman and then bad Superman from like a separate timeline. Just when you're starting out the new DCU, yeah, I can't handle true. that. There are other powered kids. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like spinoff stuff. Like DC, DC still in its like in its infancy. Like Marvel got it all figured out in like 2012, and then DC was like finally around like 2019 was like. Oh, here's the Justice League, and it just wasn't ready. Like, yeah, people talk about Zack Snyder's director's cut of the Justice League. Whatever, dude. Don't care. It wasn't ready. DC needs to take its time, become its own thing, and then I'll worry about comparing it to the Marvel Universe. Right now, I, I still see it as, like, a, like its own growing child, yeah. and I will judge it as such. I'm not going to compare it to the Marvel Universe because it's nowhere near that right now. It just sucks because, like, with the whole soft reboot or whatever that they're going to do with it, it's like, well, we still have Aquaman 2 slated to come out. Like, we still have all these things coming out. Mm. It's like, just stop. Because if you're going to do a fresh start and not tie them in again, what are we doing? Why are we even releasing them? There's so many good DC heroes, too. Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter. And they spent enough money making like that like they've spent money making these like tens of millions of dollars sure but it's like just let it go cut your losses and make something actually good yeah like instead of like telling me that that james gunn's gonna helm this and he's gonna figure this out and he's gonna do all this and, oh yeah suicide Squad. and it's gonna happen that, in yeah. like three years yeah okay suicide squad was a step in the right direction by the way with idris elba the new suicide squad yeah, 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 yeah. it was good but and then they had uh who was John Cena? Pe- Peacekeeper or something like that? Did you watch Peacekeeper? No. It was okay. I saw. It was, it was I, saw I liked him in the Suicide Squad movie, but yeah, no, I watched. I watched Peacekeeper. It was. It was pretty good, actually. But there, the thing about Peacekeeper is it was good in the way that they were just mimicking Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Like it was very clear that they were just mimicking what Marvel does, and like it worked for Peacekeeper because it's John Cena. And John Cena plays John Cena every time John Cena is on TV. Just like Dwayne The Rock Johnson plays Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And like how Kevin Hart plays Kevin Hart. Jason Statham. And Jason Statham. Yeah, exactly. All these people play themselves when they go on TV. So it works for John Cena. But once you get an actual, like, character actor in there, like Henry Cavill or, you know, Ben Affleck or whatever. I don't know. Or, I don't know, the people that you had that you ruined it with. Yeah. DC has a long way to go. I think I think that if DC just like fully embraces being the dark Marvel, that'd be cool. Just like everything that DC does is like R-rated, and it's just like dark Marvel. That'd be cool. So I think that that would be cool as well. However, I think the biggest issue with that is it feels like all of these like DC superheroes, and I think that it has been for a while, are so much so like. I'm not gonna finish you off. I'm not kill. I'm not. I'm above killing. Yeah, that's that true. is that's what you do, and I'm better than you. And I think that like, I get the premise. I yeah. get the you know kids are into this stuff, and I get we're gonna you know take the high road. But at the same time, translating that to TV, and especially when Marvel's doing what it's doing, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think that's like why I've been really leading into a lot of anime this season is because there's a lot of anime this season that has like actual uh, consequences. consequences. Like there's a lot of anime this season that people are dying. And like they like 
I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of these Marvel shows, especially with... And I, I was saying a lot with Loki, and yeah, right now we're on a big cliffhanger that there actually might be some consequences, but if the next episode starts up next week and there have been no consequences that the things that have been happening, I'm going to be very, very upset because I need actual things to happen from the events that are happening, not just, oh, no, this thing's going to explode. Oh, it exploded, but we contained it at the last second. Yeah. Oh, we contained the explosion at the last second, so nothing's actually that bad, guys. The blast doors are strong enough to hold in the entire multiverse exploding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I need I need I need something. I need something to happen. Basically, I, I want I want the reason that I think Infinity War did so well was because it it had consequence. Oh my and god. Black Widow died. Vision died. So many people died. And yeah, a lot of them were not brought that, back, but no, some no, of no, them no. also weren't. No, it's not even just the fact that they died. It's the fact that, you know, they died when it happened. Like, multiple people died when it happened. It was literally like, oh, all of your favorites are gone, and you tried to do this, but for the first time in, what, 10 years? Not 10 years, but 08 was Iron Man. It happened yeah. in, like, 13 or so. yeah. Oh, no, what happened like 18? Yeah, it was like 10 years. Infinity yeah. War? Infinity War happened in like, like 20, 2019, I think. Yeah, okay, 18, 19. Okay, so yeah, 10, 11 years. It happened after after a decade of building up to this. These people are gone. You don't know what's going to happen. You'll find out in uh, Endgame and uh, goodbye for a year. Yeah. <laughs> you True. know what I mean? Like True. that. That is why it works so well. Because yeah, even though they a lot of them came back and even though the good guys won in the end... It left viewers with just that sinking feeling of their favorite character being gone and just leaving it up in the air. And not only that, Marvel has a slate of we're going to release movies around Christmas. We're going to release movies around the summer. We're going to release another one in the fall. They do that all the time. They didn't do that that year. That's true. And if Infinity War happened, nothing. Captain Marvel. And then Captain Marvel very briefly in Christmas. Yeah. But it didn't take place during that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted to see something, and the only thing that you got was an end credit scene that said a pager. It's true. And then it was just, okay, here we go. Now we're back. I think I think it's safe to say that we'll never ex experience... Well, I shouldn't say we'll never, but... What, what we experienced with Infinity War and Endgame was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And I think that that might... Ten years of build-up. And that might be right, because we already know, like, three whole phases of the MCU just to keep investors. Hmm. And we didn't know that before. Before, it was always, like, super secretive. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, this is what we're doing this year. And, you know, people talk a lot of yeah. a lot of trash on what's going on in the MCU, and they're saying, like, it's boring, and it's not, it's too funny now, and it's too this, and it's too that. Mm -hmm. But kind of, in my opinion, is just, like, if you really go back and rewatch the MCU movies, like, they're almost all one-offs until they're not. Like, they're almost all, like, origin stories or, like, oh, there's a bad guy and I'm going to beat him. And that's how it goes. Yeah. And then eventually... They join the mix. They join together. And then eventually, yeah. there's a little something sprinkled in there that you're a little scared about. And it just keeps building up. And I think that they can do it again. And they have so many fan reveals that they're going to pull off. They're going to pull off Deadpool with with Hugh Jackman back. They're going to bring all the X-Men. They're, like... There's so many I think things. There's definitely some hits. They, they they still got some they still got some punches up their sleeves. They got they got some tricks. They get they still got left. Yeah, we talk about Endgame. We're never gonna get that back, bro. We just had Spider Man No Way Home, and it was insane. I think I think that it's. I, but here's the thing, though. 
I think that we can say that we'll never get Infinity War back. And that that experience that we had is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And that's okay, because now that opens up the doors for other things to finally exist. I'm not that's all oh I'm not anybody like nothing else could exist in the environment that Infinity War and Endgame lived in. No other movie touched the hype that was Endgame that year. Tell me a singular other movie that happened in 2020 that wasn't Endgame. And I'm you not, know what I mean? And I'm not disagreeing. And I'm not saying that you're wrong about that. I'm just saying that I think that they I think that people are discounting it and not giving them the credit that they deserve to still be able to pull something off because you got to understand it's going to be a restructure and it's going to be people didn't think when iron man came out in 08 that it was going to be what it became 10 12 years later yeah so i think you're saying we got to give it five or six years after infinity war there's no way they're gonna they're gonna do that and then the next movie is going to top that that's true however the next movie did have fucking Toby Maguire come back as Spider-Man true. and Andrew Garfield. That is factual. So they got the punches and they're not holding yeah. them. I think I think I think we just we're due. We're due for some I mean because like look at the slate of like Marvel movies that came out before Infinity War. You know what I mean? Like Civil War. I hated you know. Civil War. But like it was basically Avengers 2.5. Yeah, you know? sure. And then there was like Spider-Man. There's like all these big movies, Black Panther, mm-hmm. Snooze. all these Snooze. big, big, Snooze. big movies, and then Infinity War. Now we get, you know, now we're getting. Like, think back, like to like Thor Two: The Dark World. Yes, that movie sucked. Thor Two: The Dark World sucked, and that's what I'm saying. You can say the Eternals sucked, and the Eternals kind of sucked. We're gonna get some sucky things. Bye. Some things are gonna suck. But eventually we will get. Then they're gonna sprinkle a in a Thor Ragnarok again. There's gonna be another Thor Ragnarok that comes. Ooh, around. Fun fact: They uh, Thor five yeah. is apparently in development, and supposedly Marvel is searching for a new director other than Taika Waititi. Ah, but Taika Waititi is such a good. Yeah, he saved Thor. He's made Thor what it was. But ooh, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like that. I agree. Uh, close. But anyway. I think that there's all I'm saying is is you know until we get it once a Marvel fanboy always a Marvel we're not going to think that it's going to ever be what it is but I think that we should give them the time to cook let them cook let them cook let them cook but I think that that's going to do it for this week on the Real Podcast I thank you guys for uh, tuning in a day later for the live stream going to be the same Sunday tomorrow for the podcast to drop I'm happy that. Uh, Chat has been here. I'm happy that Crafty's been here mainly. I'm happy more so that Devin's here. Missed Dev last week. Still, again, thank you, Gak. I'm glad that you could fill in for the interim. It's much appreciated on all of us. Um, as always, follow us on all social media at ReUpPod. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok. Don't stop. Uh, join our Discord. Our link is, I believe it's in our Twitch. If not, we'll add it to our Twitch. You can join it. And uh, please uh, like us on Twitch as well. Follow us on Twitch, I mean, so that we can reach affiliate. We're working on 50 followers for affiliate. We're getting close. For Devin Noel, I'm Ian Reed. For Ian Reed, I'm Devin Noel. And with that, we'll catch you for next week's episode of Hurry Up. Crap.